recording now. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. How oh, should we get into it? Go Welcome on. to No Jacket Potato. Required. Uh, <laughs> so we're up to the third one. A flying start. Yeah. We've got some feedback. Yeah, we put the first one online. The second one, as of today, the first second one we'll put on tomorrow, right? Yep. Yep. So, so it's marginally better than the first one. <laughs> well, I think the feedback was encouraging enough to make a third. So, All right. So I mean, plus, let's either we just sit here without microphones and talk anyway. That's true. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's Friday night. We're just talking to each other in a room in your house. And I wouldn't know what to do with this novelty instrument that I've Exactly, I exactly. You have, a, you have a, you know, you have a reason to use it. So, so far, there's an evolving theme of a different novelty instrument to denote the different segments. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, there is, yeah. Uh, today's... Well, don't tell them what it is. Okay, I'll just pull it out when we need to move on. You're talking about the instrument, right? Yeah. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Honk, that's the first, uh, yeah. First um, awkward part of we, the episode. Should we start proceedings with a, with a, with a joke? Just to, to break the ice. Just to get into the corrections. Just to break the ice. Okay. Okay. So, oh yeah, and then we'll do corrections. But we'll do break the ice. Um. Is reading. I am reading. <laughs> <laughs> why can't the T-Rex clap? Oh, ben. <laughs> I don't know. Why I've added it, I've made it personal. Why can't the T-Rex clap, Ben? <laughs> I don't know, Arbid. <laughs> Nothing like mispronouncing your name to undercut the humour in oh, your you, joke. You, 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 yeah, you've stolen my thunder here. Um, well, Ben, because it's dead. Very good. I feel like... <laughs> One, that joke sucks. Two, <laughs> I feel like the way to, to do these jokes is yeah. to try and shoehorn them into a conversation. <laughs> like, say, I did, I we're get drinking the... a lovely gin. I mean, this gin's not bad. I it mean, is, I we're, almost... we're on the Bombay Sapphire. Is this the, uh, the normal Bombay it's Sapphire? It's a gin and tonic. I was going to make you uh, a, a, a vodka and orange juice. Yeah. But, you know, I just recently got fired from the orange juice factory <laughs> because I couldn't concentrate. <laughs> That was good. So I like the way you shoehorn that in. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, you did. T-Rex just straight out of the blue, mate. Oh my god, yeah, that was that was good. I'm clearly <laughs> dealing with a master here of uh, shit jokes. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so corrections. Yeah, let's get into the corrections. There weren't many. There weren't many. It was more or less accurate. Yeah. There's a few things I wanted to say that I didn't about uh, one global language. Because the those Google headphones came out where they... Right. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they translate the, everything. Uh, Pixel, whatever it's called, right? They translate things live, right? Mm. So I couldn't work out if that would help the global language or just destroy it. It's Google that's probably going to destroy it. Well, because you can speak any language and then just... Yeah, I mean, it's just Google, isn't it? So they do you want them to know everything that you're talking about? It's just more ways for them to record everything you're talking about, isn't it? You're such a hater, man. Can't you see the no, benefit just, to humanity? I'm just paranoid. Um, but corrections. So I said something about Klingon, the Klingon language. Yeah. I was talking bollocks. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I don't have the actual figures in front of me, but not seven million people, not even a million. But didn't Way we less. already pick that up last week? We did. Didn't I, say it was like I just wanted to just re- reinforce that I was talking nonsense. Okay. Um, which I don't know what that is in Klingon. It would be really good if I researched what nonsense was in Klingon and then said it to you. But I yeah, that would be great. Yeah. Maybe that's... Is it too late to do corrections next week for two weeks ago? <laughs> no, it is never. It's never too, no. never too late to correct yourself. So, should we go into this week's food topic? Do you want to do the whistle? We don't know what's a whistle yet. Do you want to do a, the noise? <laughs> what, to denote the, the next bit? Are you the ready break, for the what break, starts? Yeah, the natural break. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, that registered good. So um, that that sound is the <clears throat> well, the sound of this, this week's guest instrument. Yeah, this exactly this week's highlighted uh, celebrity instrument, um, feature instrument, feature instrument. Yeah, yeah. I like feature instrument okay. to um, denote the beginning of segment one. Yeah. Food. So food. Yeah. Okay. So this week, Ben. Ben doesn't know what's going to happen. What I'm going to talk about. What I'm going to suggest. No. I mean, no, maybe it's good to reiterate that I don't really like food. <laughs> I feel like I say this every week, but I mean, if I could sort of take I, a pill don't take the hint, and not I? have to eat anything, I totally would. Okay. So I think that makes me particularly qualified to, to be involved in a food. Podcast exactly. I think it does because you really have to convince me. I have to convince you. So here we go. Yeah. Oh. This week. Okay. What is it? We're going to talk about Malaysian food. Get out of town. Right. Well, that is out there. Right. Guess what I know about Malaysian food. I'm going to go with nothing. <laughs> Correct, son. Awesome. So we have a new fight. Um, okay. So you can't spell Malaysian without Asian. Ah. Good but one. that's the problem. Because I think with the Malaysian food, people always think, oh, it's just Asian, isn't it? Which is where, in the in the West, I'm going to obviously do generalise a little bit. In the West, people just... As is your skill. As is my skill. Um, if I was in the army, I'd be generalisation. But, I mean, what does a general do? Ah, a bit of everything. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Um, anyway, so, yeah, so you have Malaysian food. Do I have to credit jokes? I mean, I didn't make that up. I heard it cool, somewhere. You obviously didn't make that up. Okay, yeah. okay, so anyway, Malaysian food, it's it suffers from, I would say, food racism a little bit. Oh, really? Um, so people always just lump it in with... Food racism? Yeah, I've used the R word. Okay. And the, and the F word, which is <laughs> food. Um, anyway, so people lump it in with Indonesian food. Mm. They lump it in with Singaporean food is quite different as well, actually, to be honest with you. Um, and the whole thing about different good or different bad, because I seem to recall on a previous episode of this podcast, someone going to town on Singapore. Yeah, well, different. Actually, food in Singapore is not bad. Yeah, it's just the place and the people. I like it when you backpedal. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, anyway, I'm, so okay, so Malaysia, truly Asia, to use its slogan. You, you, do you know the slogan? No. That's the tourism. Do you know anything about Malaysia at all? Uh, I've, I've been there. I've been to Malaysia and I really enjoyed Bangkok. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I'm going to run through some facts about okay, Malaysia. But I, have, I, I have to ask you, are these true or not, right? We have, I have been to, I've been to KL and uh, we went to, where did, where, we went to like a, some volcanic spa about a couple of hours from KL. So I've had maybe three three days maybe in Malaysia, and that was... Uh, That's enough, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, I was ordering off the, 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 the room service menu, so I don't... I think it's safe to say I haven't had Malaysian food. Right. So this will be a journey of the senses. So before we do that, I'm going to need a couple, of, a couple of facts about Malaysia for you. Hit me. It's got the world's biggest roundabout. <laughs> <laughs> This is a good one, though. Because I love a roundabout. <laughs> you love a roundabout. Yeah. The, the, the roundabout is 2.2 miles in diameter. That's insane. That's a fucking That's roundabout. That's a suburb. That's, That's a, a roundabout. That's an all-roundabout, isn't yeah. it? So, How so many exits are on that? Who, who fucking knows, right? Who fucking... Two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then it's also the third most visited country in Asia. 
Did you know that? Most. Did you know that? I mean, you know, it might surprise you. I've never mentally listed <laughs> in my mind what might be the most visited countries. And the third one is, its chief export is a mineral called unobtainium. That's no, those three, three of those facts, which one's true? Oh, I like it. And which one isn't true? Brilliant, because I'm fairly sure unobtainium isn't a real thing. <laughs> but then... Nothing gets past you. Does <laughs> but roundabouts... I mean, two point two miles. If you want that in kilometers, that's three and a half kilometers. I don't know. I think roads in Asia, and I don't really think roundabouts. I'll be honest. Should we, should we just leave it out there so people can guess at home? Yeah. <laughs> Going back to Malaysian food, um, people know a few things about Malaysian food. Uh, they might know the laksa. Well, I'll get to the laksa in a second. Oh, you know what the laksa is, right? Yeah, but I thought that was a Singaporean <clears throat> thing. Well, yeah, I'll get onto this in a second. But well, the Malaysian national dish is called a nasi lemak, which is a fragrant rice dish with coconuts wrapped in banana leaf, and it's usually eaten at breakfast. Yum. The thing is, I've never tried it because Where would who you? goes to a Malaysian restaurant for breakfast, right? Yeah. I mean, on their way home from the shoe shop. Exactly. Call back, call back, call back. <laughs> <laughs> And also, when I go to Malaysia, I go to Western hotels so I have continental breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, continental. Because I'm a colonialist, isn't yeah, it? So uh, anyway, so and also because I love a continental breakfast. I think you mean Airbnb. I don't. I don't do Airbnb. We're not going to go into Airbnb. Yeah. That's another thing. Uh, okay. So anyway, um, laksa. Yum. Right. Laksa conversation. Now, laksa, for those who don't know, is a soupy noodle dish. Um, and it's, it's a super noodle dish. A super, <laughs> super soupy noodle dish. Yeah. Um, and it's got chicken or prawn. It, oh, can, it like could be prawn. seafood. It could be whatever. But anyway, it's kind of like quite spicy, soupy, noodly. Yeah. Um, the thing about laksa is, it's people are fighting over where who invented it. Well, that's like Russell Crowe right. in Australia. <laughs> He's a Kiwi. He's yeah. born in. He's born in New Zealand. Um, anyway, so laksa. There was a laksa war. No. Yes. Like a physical, actual in war. In two thousand and nine, there was a war over laksa. Tell me more. And, no. Did you know this? I didn't know this. No. I, I did some research this week. So there was a laksa war. You do look a little two, bit more smug and prepared exactly. than previously. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what happens when you read things. Yeah. Two hundred thousand people died. Oh no! Like actual war, not like a Twitter war. <laughs> they clearly died. Didn't. No, I'm joking. Oh, you dick! <laughs> you dick! Was there no war? There was no war. No, there was a war. Was I was a so excited about the Laksa me- war. It was a metaphorical. In my head, I was picturing their noodle helmets. <laughs> <laughs> and they're sort of throwing chilies to try and defeat them with hotness. The thing, no. the thing, the thing about like radio or whatever this is called, was it a podcast? Words, the sound, listening, is you can't see his face right now. <laughs> he was one shocked and appalled that two hundred thousand people died in the Laxa Wars, and then two, he was crestfallen when I told him when he realised it was a lie. Um, <clears throat> Should we just take a sip of gin? Take a moment. I'm just letting you dwell on the <laughs> embarrassing me part. I didn't think you'd believe me. Anyway, so no one died in the war. Thank God. But there was a war. Because it's not a worthy there cause. There was a war. Okay, so let, let me give you a little bit of background of the war, right? So in 2009, as a national branding exercise, 
the Malaysian Minister of Tourism, um, he has a name, but it's, I can't say it. It's Ng Yen Yen. You said it. Uh, yeah, well, I'm probably saying it wrong. Um, I feel like... He, he attempted to claim ownership of regional dishes. So this is Southeast Asian dishes. And one of them was laksa. But he also tried to claim Hainanese chicken. Well, that's weird because that has the that's name in it. That's from my Yeah, right? How <laughs> like, oh, can he claim that? I don't get that one. Um, and then a few others. Um, but And then he claimed that basically these interlopers had stolen... Is this like where Bush tried to claim freedom fries? Probably, yeah. Probably. They're no longer from France, darling. They're from um, here and they represent freedom. Anyway, so it led to... <laughs> I'm going to gloss over that one. <laughs> uh, it led to a a furious row with Malaysia's neighbours, and the Malay, the neighbours. Yeah, it, it led to a Malay with the Malay neighbours. That doesn't work, does it? There was a war, and it caused a diplomatic incident. <laughs> Two hundred thousand people didn't die. Oh well, thank God. But I don't know how many people did die or got injured. Who knows? No one knows the real stats. Really? Has it been hidden? It's buried under layers of chili. I mean, Why? Why? Was it actual? The, did it come to violence? No. <laughs> it, was a, it was a metaphorical one. But I think angry words were said, perhaps. So it wasn't a war at all. It's a war in other ways, you know. It's like a, a, food, it's a, it's a food war or something. Anyway, so that happened. Brilliant. So now we're talking about Malaysian food. Okay. And you know a little bit about laksa. Yep. And you know a little bit about the 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 war. The context. The context. Um, obviously, they have other other things in uh, Malaysia, like Malaysian curry and rice. Yeah. Have you ever eaten Malaysian food? I get the sense you haven't. We've Don't look at Emma. <laughs> <laughs> so Ben is now looking at his live-in partner. <laughs> A slash producer. Slash producer, Emma. Um, to confirm or deny whether he's actually eaten, and he's now giving a sign which I think is. Yes, I've had, yeah, had Malaysian food. He okay. Oh yeah, we had, we went there once. With is that true? <laughs> I've now started to suspect that Emma's on your side and feeding me misinformation. <laughs> um, we we had Malaysian food in Malaysia. Okay. But but we went it. to like timeouts number one Don't to time, thing, right? and it was uh, it was brilliant. Timeout sellout, but it, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sponsored, sponsored. Uh, it was, um, but it was it was a curry. Was it a Malaysian curry and rice? I mean, it it was. Do you not remember that post? They had all the glass windows around us. It was amazing. Like maybe we can for the maybe next week in corrections I can put the actual name. Yeah, but um. Yeah, we we had a brilliant meal, but I remember thinking that, as you just said, the 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 these uh, the, the the curry thing I don't really didn't know was Malaysian and whatever else we ate right. I felt like it was an amalgamation of other Asian dishes, right. so I didn't really know that that was a specifically well, this, Malaysian thing. But the thing is, like, so in Western restaurants they have terms like Penang curry and Malaysian curry and rice, and to be honest with you, it's like saying English pie. Or Scottish pie. Scottish, yeah, <laughs> it's just it's very. It's like oh, they're not defining it, right? Because right. it's lazy. It's like French toast. Eggy, t- eggy bread. It's eggy bread. <laughs> <laughs> it's eggy bread to everyone, right? See, I grew up in the French it's, toast family. I've been told that I say this too much, but I am a working class hero. 
So we called it Eggy Bread. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. Anyway, so going back to the food, um, and Hong Kong. Mm. Yeah, so I'm guessing this is going to come down to your favourite luxes in Hong Kong. Is where this is going? It's not going to come to like, your favourite luxes because you know I'm, I'm, I'm trying to draw you into this. I'm trying to draw you into something, trying something different. So if you, the whole thing about Hong Kong and Malaysian food, it's terrible here. And you can ask Malaysian people, and I actually do know two Malaysian Chinese people. <laughs> some of my some, best friends are Malaysian. So I was going to say some of my kind of good friends who I don't see anymore because they've moved back to Malaysia are Malaysian. I mean, you know that makes you sound more racist than less, right? Yeah, more is good. Yeah. More is better. <laughs> I don't know. Um, anyway, so those people, those Malaysians... Those people, those ouch! People, can you say those people? Those Malaysian people that I'm friendly with, um, oh, they said... Awkward. Oh, look, just let me get through. So get to the point. Awkward. Anyway, get the, don't do the whistle. Um, <laughs> anyway, so those uh, those friends of mine, uh, they said that Hong Kong's Malaysian food is really bad. Okay. And before you know, I've never really looked into it until they took me to a couple of places. So there are a couple of places that they recommend. Oh, legit. So Malaysians go there. Wow. And even Singaporeans will go there. That's how good it is. So Singaporeans even Singaporeans will admit it. this is pretty good. Because there's a whole geopolitical pretty, thing there. Pretty, pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so the two or three places, the ones I was going to mention, yeah, don't do the whistle. I'm not doing the whistle. I'm uh, holding the, the whistle for when you... Were Sabah in Wan Choi and Samoa Samoa, I'm probably saying this wrong, which is in Cham Shui Po. These are the ones that people I've talked to have mentioned and also online if you look at it. People mention it, but the the best one, and I've been there at least four or five times. It's brilliant. Oh yeah, yeah, genuinely brilliant. Is Cafe Malacca, and Emma is furiously pointing at Ben because apparently he's been there and he doesn't remember. Can you describe a nearby landmark? Okay, I can tell me what we ate and who we were with, and maybe I'll remember. I can describe it. I can describe it to you. It's inside a hotel. It's inside. Formerly Traders Hotel, but now it's called Jen. Oh, down in uh, Sang Pun. Yes, at the end of Hill Road. It's inside the hotel. It's like on the second or third floor. I think we then we went there. Terrible with lighting. Produces Emma's parents. So it's got strip lighting almost. Um, terrible canteen style decor. Yeah, I remember this clearly now. But the food is really good. Excellent, even. It was and really it's good. Dirt cheap. Yeah, and um, everyone. At the table was wrapped. I remember, like, your parents being pretty happy. Except but you? Actually, this is perfect, because I remember, like, being such a philistine when it comes to uh, Malaysian food. I was like, oh, yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, why is everyone so excited? <laughs> I mean, it's fine. I mean, it's good. But but this is this is wrong to suggest. I'm going to propose that we go back there. And this time, you have to remember everything you ate. Oh, thank God. I thought you were going to say we're going to Shamshad Po. Fuck that. <laughs> no. no, we're not, we're not traveling. <laughs> okay. Is it still open? Because it was a while ago we went there. No, no, it's still open. It's still open. It's still. It must be a few years, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's still. I think it's only like the second time I had dinner with. He, he's still talking to producer Emma right now. So he's yeah. not talking to me or oh, you. I've never met your parents. <laughs> because they're dead. That should be an episode where we take a bead's parents. Anyway, to get an English uh, an English pie. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all know we're going straight good, to Hooters because there's no Nando's. Oh, I can't do that because I'm Muslim, isn't it? So um, ah. anyway, 
Anyway, um, so we're going to go to... This is what we're going to do. We're going to go to Cafe Malacca. Are you, are, you good? are you up for this? Yeah. Are you ready? So we're going to do that. That's, that's going to be this week's review. Okay. Cafe Malacca. And then we're going we're gonna to try a few Malaysian dishes and you're going you're gonna to give us your opinion when we magically edit this together. Fantastic. Right? Sounds good? Yeah, amazing. All right. Do you want to do the whistle? <laughs> okay, so through the magic of editing, we've just been to Cafe Malacca. And amongst other things at dinner, we discussed a way of evaluating the restaurants on our podcast. So, from going forward... We've got a series of questions. How many are there? Uh, it's eight. And the nickname for this segment is? The Big Dog Eight. Nice. Where's that from? <laughs> it's from uh, Point Break. Yeah. Zaki exactly Eight. <laughs> okay. Um, so, it's going to be standardized for now, so yeah. everyone can refer to it, and it makes more sense. Yeah, I love it. Rather than rambling idiots talking about food and stuff. Let's which do is, it. Which is the rest of the So time. let's enter <laughs> the Big Dog 8. All right, then. Here we go. So I'm going to ask you the questions. Ben. Yes. Where is it? It's on... Uh, it's in... Uh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Bad start. Okay. It's, uh, it's in Sang Pon near the it's HKU in the MCR, isn't it? It's in the Hotel Gen. Yep. Um, at the bottom of Hill Road. There you go. Yep. That's nice. That's where um, it is. So it's, it's, yeah. So it's... Uh, what did you eat? I can actually go through that. Yep. So we had Gado Gado... Which is uh, like a boiled egg, slightly boiled egg, um, uh, steamed vegetables, and peanut sauce dressing. Which, um, what do you think of that? That was great. Yeah? You yeah, very it? good. Very good. Uh, and then we also had um, an Assam laksa, which is uh, one of their signature dishes from Penang. It's a kind of spicy, tangy fish broth laksa. It's a bit different to most laksas I had, but I enjoyed it immensely. Probably a touch too fishy. Yeah, yeah. So if you're if you're willing to sort of push the button a little bit with your laxa choices, um, go for it. But it's it's a bit fishy. Okay. And then we had um, the third thing was the classic, the beef rendang. That was the best. Why was it the best? Uh, it was just uh, very just like tender, very like, flavoursome. Just love a bit of meat in your mouth. Always, every time <laughs> the, the the meat jokes come up. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, no, that was uh, it was good. It was tender. It was tasted good. It was a little bit. Spicy, but not too much. And really? then to round things off, we had something called the Cha Kwai Tiao, which is stir-fried rice cake strips type thing. Um, I didn't think that was that good, actually. Quite yeah, I remember greasy. that wasn't your favourite. It's very greasy. Um, but uh, yeah, overall, the the bill came to, with two beers. Each. Um, so each, this was 300 bucks, Hong Kong. Each. Each. So that's very reasonable for yeah. all that. So for so two people, at 600 bucks with service. That's a bargain. Yeah, that was really good. So, third question, we've done price. Yep. Fourth question, service. What do you think of service? Service is fine. It was uh, it's based on a hotel, so you get hotel style service, don't you? Yeah. So, like, they, they, I think it's quite fast. There's no fans, is there? No, there wasn't a lot of uh, social sort of interaction. Actually, I will say one. Th- actually, I just remembered. I did ask for a, a bowl of chopped chilies, fresh chopped chilies, yeah. and it never came. Ooh. That is a bugbear. <laughs> So that for me, you know, I don't remember it being bigger. Sure, they, they were fast. They were nice. Yeah, they were right. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then, what about the decor and lighting? This is for number five. Okay, number five decor and lighting. Now, I'm very specific to lighting. Uh, producer Emma reminds me we once had to go to four different restaurants before I found somewhere that I liked for lighting. Uh, and it, it again, it feels a lot like a hotel. It's uh, the, the decor is definitely not I think canteen style. Isn't you can, it? I mean, they've obviously spent a bit of money on a uh, to renovate it, yeah. but it's just, it just feels a bit sterile, doesn't it? It's it's really open plan. It's really big, and it's kind of yes, yeah, sterile strip lighting. Yeah. Um. There's nothing. Put it this way, it's uh, it's not going to win any awards. You're not it? there for the ambiance. No. But it's not 
a bad space. It's a nice space. Right. It's and just, um, that segues field. into the next question quite smoothly. Um, if you were going to take someone, who would you take, given... Having been there with uh, producer Emma's parents, I thought that was a, a good... Uh, to take your parents to? Yeah, I'd, take, I'd, I'd, I'd go there with all, all generations. I'd go there with... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a family restaurant, isn't it? Okay. Yeah. I would say don't... It's not really a date restaurant, is it? No, exactly. Uh, it's, it's a family. It's probably a lad's pre-lads night. I don't no. think you could be rowdy in there. It's a very no, but you could you could carb up, <laughs> carb up, brilliant, <laughs> Captain Lad. Let's carb up, bros. You could line your stomach in that place. Yeah. Um, it's it's a place where you take your mates on a Sunday, probably. I'd say. Yeah. Right. So also if or midweek when you want to go somewhere different, or if you live in the area. Yeah. If you live in the area, it's a good one. Um, uh, and would you go back? Number seven. I would. Yeah. Yeah, would. You would? Yeah. I, do, I definitely would go back. Um, maybe we should do it next week. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd go back. It's good. All right. And I'd then, go on. If I'd go back in a heartbeat if they had a restaurant that was a dedicated restaurant. If it was like a... Yeah, if it, was it wasn't in a hotel. That's the street, street level would be there every day. A bit, <laughs> a bit abrasive is that with a hotel yeah. interaction. But Actually, to be honest with you, I don't know if they, if they have... A, I don't think they have a lunch... Do they have a lunch menu? I need to check that, but maybe I'll put that in next week. But I, if it had a lunch menu, it's somewhere worth going for lunch. They must do. They must do breakfast for like the hotel... You know. No, no, no. Oh, right. Interesting. Um, and then the last one, number eight. Give me one thing you hated and one thing you loved. Ooh, I love the the the, the beef curry. What's it called? Rangdang. Yep, that. And hated it was it's pretty tough, but I didn't like having to go back all the way through the lobby downstairs to go to the bathroom. <laughs> no, it wasn't through the lobby. It, it kind of it wasn't through the lobby. You have to walk quite far. Okay, I remember taking that out. The thing I hated was. Maybe the, the lighting wasn't great. <laughs> I'd say the food is one thing I loved. Yep. Overall, even though some of the things weren't, you know. Top. You have to be more specific than that, surely. Uh, well, the rendang then. I was there for the food. It's a and restaurant. I'll stay for the party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, yes, it's the ambiance. Okay. It is a bit like going to a canteen. Um, it's not really. It's not but does your, the thing you love trump the thing you hate? Of course, a hundred times, yeah. 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 So it was it's look, overall, I'd say go. Yep. If you're right there listening, go. Go, go now. No jacket. Potato. Required. Potato! Suggests that, it recommends that you should go to Cafe yeah. Malacca. Thumbs up. That's two thumbs up. There you go. <laughs> Ace. Hey. Welcome to Psychic Ben's Psychic Corner. Sidekick Ben, Psychic Corner. Yeah, I just, I just smashed them all together, don't, all don't, the syllables don't in fuck one. Fuck around with the structure here. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I have a choice. Do you want a really short and simple one, or one long and controversially complex one? I want the second one. <laughs> okay, maybe we could. Okay, what we could do is we we'll do the second one, and then when it gets too heavy, I'll give you the first one just to try and lighten the mood. <laughs> So, okay, in my. Oh, future, by the way, I just, just want to clarify. I don't know what he's going to talk about now. So this is. We're all going into this with virgin ears. Yeah, and I'm nervous. And you're gonna totally <laughs> dick us in the ears. This is, this is, this is the one that gets us like, yeah, this will either break us or make us. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. In the future, mm-hmm. racism won't exist. <laughs> how do I, how do I heavily sigh into the microphone? Yeah. Go on then. Okay, and my theory is, based on <laughs> futurologically science, Futology, oh futurology science. <coughs> you just mean science? Yeah, 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 science. <laughs> okay, you mean like biology and DNA and stuff? Yeah, okay. I feel like, okay, so I've, I've been reading, there's this theory called panspermia, 
And I feel like that will be proven to be true. Okay. And then it will... I don't know what that is, so you need to explain what that is. It will make us all realise that we are all one species, and then racism is a non-matter. Okay, that's that's your uh, that's your elevator pitch. So, what is panspermia? Or every the whole world has become cross pollinated, and everyone will be mocha. That's <laughs> what I thought you were talking about. <laughs> yeah, well, one of them will happen slowly. Things? One might happen fast. What's panspermia? Panspermia is the idea that life didn't originate on Earth. So basically, like Earth was in this perfect like space between the sun, like yeah. a distance from a, from a heat source, yeah. and had enough water and yeah. atoms to sustain life, but yeah. there was no life. Okay. And then a meteor landed with bacteria on it, uh-huh. which then... That's, this is the plot to Transformers. It's the tr- plot to Alien, uh, Prometheus. Prometheus, okay. Yeah. All right. But it's also, I mean, just like... Uh, the theory of I think therefore I am is the plot to the Matrix. Uh, there's mo- like it's not just about Hollywood. Okay. A bead from the Hollywood Reporter. Uh, oh, don't, don't, give, don't give the game away. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So panspermia highlights the, the possibility. Can I, can I just clarify? Is it pan p a n sperm i a? I think so. Okay. Should right. I check? Okay. Um, so I, it, maybe I should check before we keep so saying. We're it. talking about space jizz. That landed on the planet. Yeah, in some nice warm water. Okay. It comes straight from space. Okay. Um, and then panspermia. I'm looking it up. Ooh, panspermia evidence. Yeah, P-A-N-S-P-E-R-M-I-A. Yeah. So basically, that's the idea, right? Mm-hmm. Just picture Prometheus, the bit that nobody understood where he pours a vial of, yeah, yeah, uh, of, just of cells into, the, into yeah. the Iceland and then fucks off. Yeah. Yeah, so that... Um, isn't that what he did? Poured something in? He drank something. This is one of the engineers, right? He drank yeah, yeah, something yeah. and he kind of like just disintegrates and his DNA is used to create life. Yeah, via evolution. Yeah. yeah. But the thing is, that's kind of already flawed because in the film, he's in Iceland or wherever he is, or Scotland, and there's, there's biological life. There's, there's trees and grass and stuff already. That's fine. So, what is it, what is this guy? Plant doing? matter, plant. Is he just accelerating? Because I've never thought, I've always thought, okay, hang on, he's not creating life because life's already existing on, on Earth. Oh, plant life. So maybe what, that's, maybe that's different. What he's doing is. That's not intelligent life. Wh- yeah, is he accelerating intelligent life? Is that, is that what that is? But then how does plant, don't, don't you need bees for plant life? <laughs> I, I don't know enough. Exactly. I think, you know, you need to, yeah, pollination and things like that. So, and also, that plant life in Prometheus, we're getting way too much into Prometheus here is post-Triassic period because pre, uh, like the first f- f- plant life format form or whatever, they were huge. Like they reached, you know, they were massive leaves, massive trees. The plants or the aliens? The plants, not the aliens. <laughs> um, and those died away and yeah. created a, a forest floor of um, subterranean sort of uh, conditions for simple celled organisms. So I, I saw a YouTube video. I don't know what... At what point the panspermia enthusiasts <laughs> allege okay. that the bacteria entered the atmosphere. Maybe it was just when the wor- world was like warm water uh-huh. and some rocks. Maybe it's at the point that... Okay, let's go with this. So like they, when they, Ridley Scott latched onto it. Okay, so then all this jizz, space jizz lands on Earth. And it's it not creates. even space jizz. It's just a rock with a little, like, just it's a few the rock cells. Jizz. Okay. 
So the thing that is interesting is that there are these particular type of bacteria that exist on Earth that not only survive in really complex, like really uh, harsh environments on Earth, like Antarctica and in volcanoes, that actually thrive under those situations. So they either thrive like way, way under the ice or in the heat of a volcano or under like extreme gravity, Mm -hmm. which would demonstrate their ability to live in environments... Like, because they don't just survive there; they thrive under such extreme conditions that okay. would demonstrate the possibility that maybe they could survive outside this planet's atmosphere. Okay, I, I'm, go- I'm I'm willing to accept that. Yeah, that so, doesn't sound unreasonable. Okay. Yeah. So, how cool would it be to think that like one of those little microorganisms entered on a okay. meteor, okay, from spun off from another planet, right? Just landed in a nice warm ocean, right, and then. Just slowly evolved but over how does a series of racism. <laughs> oh, because I feel like once that is accepted <laughs> as knowledge, it's going to be a mega leap. <laughs> okay, go on. Once that's accepted as like knowledge, then where there's no difference between anybody. Like the once you take sort of like <laughs> wait, wait, okay, wait, wait. Let me let me walk through walk through what you're saying. So once people expect, I'm using, I'm paraphrasing now, right? So one pe- once people ex- accept that space jizz, we all came from space jizz, we're all the same, then there's going to be no racism? Yeah, because we'll be racist against where life originally came from. Because <laughs> where, if, if that's the fact, if that's, if, if that's, if that's what happened, right? Can if, I call if, the simple one? <laughs> like, huh? No, no, wait, come on, come on, keep going. If, if, if this is the situation <laughs> where like, where like one, world existing in our own but yeah. life came from somewhere else right. then where did that come from and we can all be racist together against the other world <laughs> <laughs> we can be worldist yeah we can be worldist okay well, <laughs> this is a grey area are we allowed to talk about this <laughs> alright okay <sighs> is this okay to record really I feel really hot <sighs> Okay. I feel like there's going to be a lot of corrections next week. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, God, there's so much to unpack here. Um, Actually, maybe this destroys religion more than it does racism. But racism only exists because of power relationships with different sort of class groups. That's an excuse to like people from their... From their, because they're different and they're from somewhere else. But now this yeah, illustrates tribalism, we're it? all from the same place, and because, because there's definitely okay, somebody I'm, else I'm out gonna, there. I'm going to posit. I'm going to posit the opposite view. I think racism, culturalism, <laughs> <laughs> and just general dickishness, tribalism is a better way of saying it, is going to get worse because we're going to be competing for resources much more. If you've seen Blade Runner, we're, we're heading to a Blade Runner future where. We all compete. Always the movies with you. Because I like movies and movies explain our lives. Yeah, I mean, just put that on a t-shirt. I probably will. Um, But yeah, I think we're going to compete for resources. It's already happening. And that's what's going to lead to much more tribalism and insularity and much more... This is, this is the difference between you and me. You're a, I'm an optimist. <laughs> and I'm you're a, a racist. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. So the thing, you, the thing you said, the, actually, the thing you said right at the beginning of this segment, which I thought you were going to go down this this actual... Should we talk about the mocker theory now? Yes, the mocker okay. theory. That actually makes sense. Yeah, I mean, totally. I, well, okay, I mean, that actually makes more sense than panspermia. And I, I'm amazed that you went down the panspermia, the spermy panspermia route. I just thought you'd enjoy it. 
I did I did kind of enjoy it and also kind of felt like I lost something of myself. Okay, well, we can um, edit out the bits where you lost something and just have no, it all keep this in. <laughs> But no, but like the mocker thing. The mocker talk, theory is pretty good. To, do you explain the mocker theory? Um, no, I mean, yeah, it's just about the theory of the more that the world evolves as one globalised place, yeah. the more that races will mix. That makes much more sense. Yeah, but, uh, oh, totally. I mean... Yeah. But the mocker theory is it's sand. I think it's solid. I think well, that's why don't you explain the mocker theory and then we can. No, you, you've, expi- you've explained. But it. I'd rather take your version in the edited one than mine. No, you've actually explained it. Oh, brilliant. Okay. But I think you mentioned that you touched on it before. That's going to be much more of a problem for religion than it is going to be for race relations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is it not? <laughs> I think it's going to be like, oh, okay, so we're not. Earth-centric, and you know, the God didn't create the Earth and the heavens. And I don't think we can use any of this. I think no, it's no, way too much. It's brilliant. It's, it's con- controversial. Um, but that, yeah, but that's brilliant. That's a brilliant. Another brilliant. Do you want to finish on the other one? What? Go on quickly. <sighs> I think in the future, when you fly on a plane, <laughs> I think on the in the future when you when you fly on a plane, mm-hmm. the in-flight safety. Video will be shown in the air bridge. <laughs> it's such a colossal waste of time. I just want to watch telly. <laughs> I show just it. Totally understood what you meant. Like. Show it to me while Before I'm waiting on the plane. Yes. Okay. I have okay. no nothing else to look at in the I, air I, bridge. I, 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 okay, I'm going to posit that that's not really futurology. That's just practical. What's well, not happening now? Therefore, it's going to happen in the future. And boarding cars would be the size of passports. Why are they so big? <laughs> <laughs> it's, they're so they're stupid. Boarding cars are stupid. But they're not even have in the future. They're not going to have boarding cars. Yeah, that's board. why that gets the you know the B billing. Okay. The main billing of that <laughs> that I, I, idea. I've got to say, panspermia was way better. Yeah, but that was a solid. That was a solid two. Panspermia is not my idea. No, I know it's, it's not. Th- I know yeah. it's not. I mean, you know I didn't that. make up that word. I would have called it something like space jizz or something. <laughs> <laughs> That was a solid psychic pen, psychic corner. Thanks, man. Once again, that's a three in a row. Yeah, there's more to it too. I mean, which I, I I looked it up this week because I knew that I wanted to talk about it, mm-hmm. and um, it's been something I've been thinking about for years. But like, I looked up what those bacteria are called, mm-hmm. uh, which you won't believe. Gone. Their names are extremophiles. <laughs> that's what they're, like. Really? There's, there's a whole yeah. group of extremophiles because they live in extreme situations. Okay. But I don't want to go into it too heavy because I don't know enough, and then you have to add sources, well, so and then we have to do corrections. And the other thing is, you don't want to Google anything with O files in to in your computer. <laughs> yeah, that's a red flag instantly. <laughs> like, yeah, you're gonna be Operation yeah. U Tree. <laughs> so maybe don't do that, or do at least do it on a work computer. But the, the key point about this section though is, it makes me want to go and find out more. Yeah. So there you go. That was good. Yeah, I got a bit heated under the collar for some of it, didn't it? Whew, don't bring up race again. <laughs> Note to self. <laughs> that was so good. Brilliant. Welcome to segment three. So Abid wants to change segment three. Retool. So going back to going back to the third segment. Segment. We should do films. <sighs> See, this is what you've done. What? You just remove the bit about watch design where I work and just mm. replaced it with fucking films where you work. I don't. You watch films. Everyone watches films. <laughs> <laughs> 
But we could talk about films that we both yeah. like. Must enjoy turning oxygen into carbon dioxide and cinema. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's a picture reference. Uh, fine. Let's talk about films. Okay. What about films do you want to talk about? So I was going to, I was going to talk about something I saw recently and I thought it was really good. And I want you to watch it. Okay. So that was Thor 3. Oh, the, sorry. So uh, the, the reason why I want to talk about it is because you also love the director. Yeah. I mean, huge Michael Bay fan. <laughs> <laughs> no. Taika Waititi. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's awesome. So what, explain why you like him. Um, I think he has... No, he's, uh, he's talk about some of his films and why you like them. Oh, right. This is going to be hard for me not to do the accent. Just do the accent. That, that's where I'm going. That's where I'm gunning for you. It's, it's impossible for me to have one segment called Racism Won't Exist followed up immediately by <laughs> me mocking a New Zealand accent. <laughs> I'm comfortable with it. Go on. Go no, on. I can't do that. So, uh, okay, so Boy, everyone liked Boy. A brilliant film. Uh, he did another movie, which was, I'm told was very good. I don't remember what that one was. What We Do in the Shadows? Yeah, that was great. The, You've the, seen that, right? We are, yeah, I've seen that. We're not swear wolves. We're, <laughs> yeah, we're werewolves. We're, we're, we're not swear wolves, yeah. yep. uh, And then uh, the, the World of People was, you know, the movie of the year in 2015. Last year. Brilliant. 2016. Um, it's a brilliant film. Um, so Very, everyone yeah. should go and watch it. So this, given that, okay, so you've now set me up here. See what I did? used your love against you. I've set you up in a segment that you've sprung on me. <laughs> I thought we were going to talk about watches, and I've set you up to talk about a new movie. Let me, let me go here. So, okay, so his, you like three of his films. Yeah. Right? Fair, is that fair to say? Yeah. I wouldn't even say you like, you love them. Ooh. Ooh. Love. Yeah, you love them. And he's done, so he's gone, gone you know, he's gone Hollywood now, so he's doing Thor 3. A difficult third film. Um, you know, okay, you finish a bit. I'll go. And he's—I saw it this week, and it's fucking brilliant. Good. It's like watching Hunt for the Wilder People, but in space without the jizz. Is it, <laughs> Good callback. Is it jokes? <laughs> it is mega jokes. Because okay, two things. Go on. One, I fucking hate superhero movies. Why do you hate heroes? <laughs> I don't hate heroes. I hate superheroes. No, I just... Why do you hate heroes? Are you saying heroes or yeah. neroes? I'm saying heroes. Why do you hate heroes? <laughs> I why don't do you hate hate the heroes. good guys? Why do you hate good guys? I hate superheroes. It's the same thing. Why do you hate heroes? No, not all heroes wear capes. <laughs> all superheroes wear capes and they're dickheads. <laughs> no, I look, I don't like... Because superheroes, I just find... Why don't you want to dream? Make a superhero movie, people turn up. For some reason, unbeknownst to me, people pay money to go to the cinema <laughs> and watch superhero movies. Right. But that's because people want escapism. Well, you can get that from hero movies. <laughs> <laughs> like Hunt for the Wilder People. Okay. <laughs> like, it doesn't have to be... Anyway, like, I just, I, I, yeah, I just, I've never been a comic book fan. I really like... The idea of original scripts in cinema and not always endlessly referencing so Spider-Man. Like you don't like uh, like sort of sort of franchises and sequels and well, clearly a lot of movies used to be books and I don't read a lot of books so I need those <laughs> movies to be made. <laughs> <laughs> but I also 
But I also, See, yeah. This, this is brilliant. This is way better than watches. <laughs> but superheroes, I mean, we all know what Spider-Man is. I mean, we all know what Batman is. Enough already. And then, right. and then, finally, my favorite director right. and my favorite actor came together and made the Green Hornet. <laughs> and it was fucking awful. And when we went to see, because Michelle Gondry is brilliant, right? Yeah. And when he did a movie with Seth Rogen, mm-hmm. we went, me and producer Emma went to see it. And to this day, it's the only movie I've ever walked out on. It's it the only one? The only time I've left the cinema. It's the only time I've thought, like, it might it get better, it might get better, it might get better. No, it was, they've, it was fucking They've awful. taken my money, they've taken my money, it might get better, it might get better. Like, yeah. right till the end. Yeah. But, no, but this one, we just, we were done after 25 minutes. It was fucking awful. Yeah, there was a joke in it that was like, uh, will you take my hand and come with me on this superhero adventure? Mm-hmm. And he's like, Seth Rogen's like, well, I'm not going to take your hand, but I'll come with you. <laughs> but I said to him, I'm like, will you take my hand and leave? <laughs> <laughs> and he said, yeah, okay. <laughs> and then we left. We almost walked out... Okay, the thing is, I, I, I'm going to reveal a few uh, secrets. We almost walked out of BFG. Yeah. <laughs> but I made you stay. Yeah. I made you stay. But you almost did walk out of that one. But, but yeah, that's but good, though. That's, like, that's amazing that was the only one you ever walked out. I've never actually walked out of a film. But, I mean, I, yeah, it was really heartbreaking. Cause I, I, maybe I just expected too much, because Michelle Gondry is awesome. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. Very, very creative. As is Taika. 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 Taika, yeah, he's brilliant. So here's, here's, here's my pitch. Okay. To why you should go and watch it. Not that I'm trying to make you do stuff all the time, because make you go and eat, make you go and watch stuff. Yeah. The reason why you should watch this is because if you liked his other stuff, you're gonna love this. It's really funny. It's genuinely funny. It's worth seeing it just because it's really fucking funny. Uh, the other thing is, it's a film in itself. Obviously with a lot of these stuff, all of these franchises, these universe films, you kinda need to know the background and stuff, and it's all linked. You don't need to know anything. I personally, I think you can go in this and watch it as is, uh, and don't care about all the. Well, that's fortunate. Stuff. Yeah, because you know why would you care, right? You go in, watch it as just a stupid adventure flick, and it's really funny. Good. And it's made me okay. Here's the, th- here's the thing. I don't like Chris Hemsworth. I think he's of the th- is he in it? of the four Chris's. Is he <laughs> he's in fucking it? Thor in it? Of the Still. four Chris's, Pine Hemsworth. Evans, and there's another one. Pratt. Chinbale. Okay, maybe five. <laughs> five Chris's. Bale, Pratt, Evans, Hemsworth, and Pine. I think Hemsworth is the, is the weakest Chris. Right? In this one, you realise, actually, he's quite funny. You just never had the right director. Exactly. I mean, he was okay funny in Ghostbusters. In a terrible film, a train wreck film. He was actually quite funny, right? He was in Ghostbusters? Oh, fuck's sake. The remake. Oh, he had the motorbike. Yeah. Yeah, got it. But yeah, it's. He was gorgeous. He that. was, wasn't he? He was a dreamboat. Um, but he's actually really funny. He's a so funny he was actor. in the, the other Thors? Yeah. Dude, he's Thor. Okay. <laughs> I've seen some Thors. Right. In this one, he's really funny. Okay. And you can watch it as is, like I said. You can watch it. And you'll find it really funny. And there's one character in it. And if you're from this part, if you're from the part of the world you're from, and also you in- enjoy making fun of Kiwis, um, there's a character in it where Taika Waititi is playing a character. He always plays a character. Right, he's playing a character. That's the worst thing Hitchcock did for the world. But here's the thing. <laughs> he he's, it okay he's playing a character. And, to poor but the thing is, this character he plays is called Korg, right? 
I found out afterwards what inspired his character. He said, Polynesian bouncers. <laughs> so when you see it, you'll just laugh your face off. Okay. Because, well, I look forward to that. Okay. So just, it's, it's Hebrew in a Marvel film, which is fucking hilarious in itself. Okay. So you should go and watch it because it's funny. And also Jeff Goldblum's on it. And he does all just, it's like hyperactive Jeff Goldblum. So there's a lot of like weird, Eye movements, hand movements, and you know the way he talks. So it's a lot of that. So you should go and watch for that for those reasons. So this is your idea of a segment, and rather than watches, you just tell talk at me about a movie. Also, because we found out about how you feel about heroes, and you hate heroes. I hate superheroes. No, you fucking hate heroes. There's a darkness inside you. I think we learned a lot about you. Superheroes bullshit. Also, we found out that I never knew that you walked out of a film. I like. What was the one with Will Smith? He was like the anti-superhero. Hancock. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> so you like anti-heroes. You don't like heroes. Anti-superheroes, I like. Stop saying super all the time. Superheroes and heroes are different. They're not. They're not different. They're the same thing. No, they're not. One's in comic books. One's in the Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> <laughs> Andy Dufresne's a hero? Yeah. Or... Can't tell. I don't know when it started. <laughs> I guess that's a wrap. That is. That's yeah. Third one done. Yeah. I we strayed from the watch blog. I don't know how I feel about it, but I'll give it to you this time. Yeah. Uh, oh, one thing I want to say is from the what 14, 15 people have sent us to. I'd like to encourage people to comment under the SoundCloud thing because then we can go back and shoot and then go to restaurants that we haven't been. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But also they have to probably sign up though, don't they? Um, it's the Gmail sign up. Everyone's got that. Okay. Just, I mean, if we've missed something obvious, like your mm. favorite Malaysian food, yeah. just say. Or uh, they just want to call us racist. A bees will go. <laughs> if, yeah. If you want to call us please, racist, please, please it's fine. Please My name's Abid. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, that's it for now. We'll be back next time on No Jacket Potato. Required. Uh, <laughs> thanks for listening. See ya.